Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Time to groove with Groovy with the all-time great and one of only two men to run for more than 1,700 yards and pass for more than 4,000 in their UA career. Ben takes it, cuts inside to the 10 to the 5, he'll score. Touchdown. Quinn Groovy showing the great athletic ability, did it. His way. Current Razorback broadcast analyst, Quinn Grovey. Groovin' with Grovey is brought to you by Petty Jean Meats, bringing you the best smoked meats for over four generations. Ask for Petty Jean Meats and taste the difference. Well, I got a return te- uh, tweet from American Airlines. I think that's like, they probably get three nice tweets a year and 58 negative ones. I'll get into that in a second. Let's bring in Quinn Grovey. He's waited long enough. Quinn, I'm sorry. How are you? <laughs> Welcome to Tampa, buddy. Well, I'm not in Tampa. I was flying back to Little Rock from Dallas this morning. It was quite an adventure. But I sent everybody else that I work with down there, so look out for those oh, guys. Oh, you're not here. No, oh, I sir. I thought you were here. Okay. Well, we oh. ran out of budget, and so it was like, uh, okay, we got to send five guys. And apparently, that just shows you where I am on the pecking order around this joint. <laughs> so, you know. How are things down there? It's great. Uh, it's beautiful. You know what? Uh, I'm coming. Forget it. I'm leaving. I'll be right there. <laughs> It's uh, it's been beautiful. I've been here since Sunday uh, when the team got here, and man, I've been, I've been eating a lot and hanging out a lot, and boy, it's been great uh, staying at the team hotel. So it's good to see them, you know, with the big smiles on their face. I mean, they're so happy after they come back from a function or getting ready to go to a function. Um, it's it's been a great experience for uh, for, for this football team and this coaching staff as well. And got a chance to go watch them practice over there at the University of Tampa couple of times and that's a beautiful facility and mm-hmm. oh man it's just been a it's been a fun experience and uh still got a couple of days left take me back to your days quinn what is the mentality going into a bowl game i mean you know look if it's not a playoff at this point these are really all just exhibition games there's not a significant amount of of meaning to these games other than the fact that if you're a competitor you want to go out and fight and compete and play well for your your university and your state what was your mentality going into these these games you played in some big ones obviously with those meaningful yeah. cotton bowl games yeah, I mean, back when I was playing, it was a little bit different because your your sole goal was to win your conference championship and then end up in the Cotton Bowl. And so you were representing the conference as, uh, you know, the, the, the champion. And so you wanted to go represent anytime you played in the Cotton Bowl. So those bowl games were big for us. And, you know, now they didn't have the college football playoffs. So if you were, you know, competing and wanted to finish in the top 10 or or even have a shot at a national championship, uh, you had to play well in that bowl game. And there weren't the opt-outs and, you know, all that kind of stuff. The game has changed so much. So, um, yeah, no, I, it was it was more we, – we were excited about being there. And uh, I think nowadays it's going to be about which team is really excited about being at the bowl. Uh, you know, you've got several players that have opted out for Penn State, and uh, we know about Burks, but uh, this football team is – is excited about it. So I think finding a team that's excited about being there as well as what can this bowl game do for your for your program as you move forward. Arkansas hadn't been to a bowl game, you know. Right. So they're they're going they're excited about being there. They're focused and they and they get it. So uh, now if you've been like 10 or 12 bowl games in a row, I mean, you might be a little numb to it, but no, they're not going to be numb to it. They're they're excited about being there. So I think when you look at the two football teams, 
Arkansas is more excited about being here, and I think I think that'll show up in uh, in the game script. When there are people who get a little irritated about the narrative of you know this team didn't want to be there, that team didn't want to be there. To me, when you strap on your helmet and your pads and you go out and represent your school, you fight because there's a fight. So I don't know that I buy yeah. that. I understand that there's added motivation, maybe in some cases. Like if you've got fifth year seniors who came back and this is their last game and it's meaningful to them and they've laid it all out there, especially if there's guys that don't have a real potential as a professional player. I get that part of it but I just don't necessarily buy into that how much stock do you put in that because I think if you if you're a fighter you fight whenever there's a competition I don't care if it's Yahtzee or Tiddlywinks or football you're out there giving your all (laughs) well no I hear that I understand that aspect of it too but if you're a team like Penn State and you've played in the Rose Bowl um, and and you want to compete for a Big Ten championship uh, you want to play in that bowl game I'll give you a prime example now I'm sure we would have fought hard and and uh, done what we needed to do but in 89, when we were playing AM, and um, we had a fourth down play. I threw a, threw a pass to Billy Winston, needed to play because we had the score uh, to get back or, or take the lead. There was a pass interference call. Um, my man, Ron Underwood, Ronnie, rest, rest, in, rest in peace, uh, made the call. He's from Arkansas. Made that call in College Station. The ball hit the ground, and I said, oh, crap. We're going to the Sun Bowl, and, and so and so and so we if we lose that game, we're going to the Sun Bowl. Now we're going to be excited about, you know, you, I'm sure you're going to be excited about playing, but you're not going to be excited about going to El Paso. I'm just saying, there are certain pecking order you have in your mind. You know where you want to be, and right. if you fall short of that, then it's a little disappointing. And so, I'm just saying there is a level of, you know people really being excited about being in a location uh, you know Penn State is used to like I say being in the in the Rose Bowl and doing stuff like that so I don't know how happy they are and they've got more opt-outs and you're gonna uh, James Franklin's about to burn people's red shirt and I mean it's yeah so I, I, I do believe there's something to it I'm not saying it's the biggest aspect of it but location does matter uh, to the players especially when you when you set yourself on go set yourself up with a bunch of goals but Arkansas is, is, hadn't been to a bowl game, so they're extremely happy. Quinn, what is the um, what's a way to help alleviate all of the opt outs moving forward? Is it expansion to make more of these bowl games mean something? Is it is it even possible to to avoid opt outs with the the you know the risk of injury for these first round projected picks? Is there any answer to it? I, I don't I don't see it. Uh, I mean I don't I don't see it at all. I think it's just going to continue to progress in this in this manner uh, it's just the the evolution of college football and yeah these people are thinking hey I don't want to play that last game and, and potentially get hurt so no I don't I don't know I don't think I don't think there's anything you can do uh, about it I don't know if you can start writing stuff into some of those NIL deals or whatever but um, no if, if, if somebody thinks they have a lottery ticket and they're gonna go in the first round and want to sit out it's the trendy thing to do now I mean a lot of people are doing that and uh, I, I have no answer for that. Talking to Quinn Grovey on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. If you're just tuning in, courtesy of our friends at Petty Jean Mead. So pretty safe to say, I would think, Quinn, especially with the latest round of opt-outs, advantage Arkansas when you look at the departures here? Yeah, I got to agree with that. Uh, you know, Penn State, is they, they lost a defensive tackle. They lost their two uh, best linebackers, uh, Ellis Brooks and uh, Brandon Smith. Um, and then you lose Jaquan Brisker, your safety. And so when defenses play,
play well, and Penn State's defense has played well this year. When they play well, they're strong up the middle. But now you've lost two tackles, excuse me, a tackle, two linebackers, and uh, a safety. Three of your best players on defense. And that's going to cause a lot of problems, I mean, for them, especially dealing with a team like Arkansas that wants to run the football. So uh, we'll, we'll see how Penn State handles that. Those two linebackers leaving are going to leave Penn State with only two, line, two additional linebackers on their roster that's even appeared in, in 10 games. And so there's going to be a lot of inexperience out there. And I was listening to James Franklin, um, uh, I think it was in today's press conference or yesterday's press conference, where he was talking about, hey, we may have to burn some red shirts. We may have to uh, do that. And so I think, yeah, I think it's advantage Arkansas with the opt-outs. I think, you know, on the flip side of it, both guys, both quarterbacks have lost their best receivers, uh, you know, Dotson and Burks. Mm -hmm. And so to me, that's what this game is really going to come down to, which quarterback can can really um, find their way without their best weapon. Warren Thompson, Davion Warren, Morris, who are you looking at to fill that void? And obviously Trey Knox has also come on as a pass-catching threat at tight end, and I think there's pretty good rapport with him and KJ. He went to him in some pretty critical situations this year. He did. I thought that that was a good move uh, to, to bring him in. Uh, he, he wasn't playing a whole lot at the wide receiver position, and they were looking for some help at the tight end spot. You know, now he's not blocking. He's a willing blocker, but he's he's not going to you know take down some big six three two hundred seventy five pound defensive end. Mm -hmm. uh, but he can cause a lot of problems in the middle of the field. So Knox is is a guy that I think uh, Burks will be looking to. It'll be interesting to see which one, which receiver he really hones in on. And I mean, we'll we'll get that the first time Penn State goes zero zero blitz, and uh, we'll see who uh, KJ is thinking about. But I think they're going to play. I think they're going to play a, a little bit more of a of a shell look and uh, try to force K.J. to go through his progressions and see if he can um, you know, get the football to the right guy. Okay, so with all the opt-outs on both sides of the ball, I'm not really sure what to expect in this game. You think this will be – we've seen a lot of high-scoring ball games. By the way, South Carolina already has 18 points, and there's 940 left in the first half. Um, you expect a high-scoring game, low-scoring game, and what do you think favors Arkansas? Uh, I, I expect a high-scoring game. I, I still expect them to score points. I think you're going to see them, uh, them run K.J. a whole lot more. You, doesn't, mm -hmm. you don't have another game to play. So I think you'll see Kendall really put in, implement KJ into the the offense a lot more because now I mean quite frankly he's your best player and so you got to get your best player the the, the ball um, but it's um it's a it's a it's a big deal for I, I don't what what was the other part of the question I lost my train of thought yeah just um you know do do you think a high scoring game or low scoring game favors Arkansas. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it does. I think it. I think it favors Arkansas for sure. Um, Penn State. They don't run the football. They want to throw the football. They hang their hat on throwing the football. Uh, I think Arkansas has been a team that scored extremely, uh, extremely well this year. So high scoring game definitely favors Arkansas. I think with all those opt outs that Penn State has, like you said, their defense is going to have a hard time. Even though they've been good, now they 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 lost their defensive coordinator as well. So Manny mm -hmm. Diaz. The coach, yeah. uh, the the head coach at Miami is coming over to be the defensive coordinator. So yeah, high scoring game favors Arkansas. I think you'll see a high scoring game. But the, the, like I said, the component is with all the opt outs, you still got your two quarterbacks. And mm -hmm. to me, that's that's the thing that's really going to decide this football game. Uh, real quick, give me the breakdown then. What do you think as far as their passing game against Arkansas's defensive backfield and and the pass rush without Williams? Oh, the game good, within man. the game. Yeah, Clifford, Clifford's good. And, uh, you know, Penn State, they've, they've given up some sacks <laughs> this year. You don't have Williams uh, coming off that corner like you talked about. Um, 
Clifford has been solid. He's completing 62% of his passes. He, he's not going to have Dotson like we talked about. I was watching him this morning. Parker Washington is a guy that's pretty dynamic as well. He has 57 catches, so I think that's going to be the go-to guy. Uh, you know, I think that's why I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think we may have a tough time uh, dealing with their passing attack, even though Dotson is 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 not there. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Can't wait. All right, Quinn, thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate you. We'll catch up next week, get a recap. All right, buddy. Oh, who, who you got in the uh, playoff games real quick before we let you go? Uh, I got Bama and Georgia, for sure. Yeah, yeah figures. Absolutely. Of course. Yes. <laughs> you got to yeah. go with the SEC. Oh, sorry about that, Pigs, man. Sorry about that. <laughs> You're killing me, Quinn. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Thank uh, you. All right. See you. Man. All right, sounds good. All right. That's Quinn Groby. Very good stuff.